This episode of the Chad Duke Show, of course, is presented by Monk's Barbecue, but it is sponsored by Matt Kane. Yes, Matt Kane went over to chaddukeshow.com. He clicked the donation tab and he shot a C note our way. That's right. Tor shot in his pants when he saw it. Oh, that's gross. That's not a way to start a show. Uh, Matt Kane, thank you so much. I call him MK Sally. Uh, Yo, Matt Kane, thank you for keeping the lights on in the Fortress of Solid Dudes. If you would like to sponsor an episode of the Chad Duke Show, just go to chaddukeshow.com, click the donation tab, <laughs> write down which piece of junkies lingo you'd like me to use, and say la vie. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta here. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickel's out hell and the damage can win. We roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. That's get on my music. Oh, man. Yes. Yes, Gigantor. Yes. We have Tor arriving on the scene today. There he is. <laughs> Pulling in after some other man cleaned off his car this morning. Here he is, arriving at the scene. I noticed the Mercedes looked very, very clean. The old Mercedes looked like there wasn't a snowflake on it. Good God. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's just awful. Tor just told me he had one of the worst mornings he's ever had in his life. And I said, what happened? Did you get into a car accident? Did, you know, a great aunt pass away? And he said, no, I, I had to ask another man for help cleaning off my car because I couldn't handle it. So I said, holy shit. We need to get to that on the program today. My God. Goodness gracious. We are live. It is Friday. That's right. You thought we took the day off on Monday? We didn't. Here we are. We are back in the fortress of solid dudes in beautiful downtown, old town, palatial Fairfax, Virginia. 10 800 represent. Wait a minute, no. 22030 represent. 10800 was the address of the old radio station. I'll never forget it, Tor, because um, they had a sounder on Donna Mike whenever they would run a, uh, a contest, and they would have to say what the address was of the radio station, and they would have Buzz Burbank say, 10800 Main Street, Fairfax, Virginia, 22030. <laughs> it's burned into my fucking brain. 
Welcome, everybody, to the Chad Duke Show. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival. He's a great man. Great man, that Brian Monk. We uh, we love him very much and uh, appreciate him supporting us. He told me that the uh, the check was in the mail and it still has not arrived. So I'm just going to take him at his word. Mails come every day. I don't think he'd fuck me over, but we'll have to. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it'll be there dead today, waiting in the uh, in the mailbox. But uh, I bust his balls because we care. Uh, Monks Barbecue in Percival, two five one North Twenty First Street in Percival. Monks BBQ on Twitter and Instagram, and of course MonksQ.com is the website. They don't. Let's let's be honest, Tor. He don't need our help. So if we're if we're playing all the cards on the table, that man has built himself an empire. So uh, everything else that we can offer is superfluous. But it is nice when you guys show up. Do appreciate when you tag and uh, let us know that you're picking up grub out there. Went out there with Adam McNair uh, about two weeks ago now, and he bought the fucking Boss Hog, took it to go, bought all the bit. all the ice cream, all the pies. It was uh, he's a good <laughs> man. Love me some Adam McNair. Uh, thank you to Monks for sponsoring the program, and thank you to all of you for your patience this week. Uh, we've enjoyed doing the shows. I think we, I think we put up some pretty good shows this week, actually. To all things considered, under the circumstances, I was uh, I was very happy with them. Me too. Um, but it is always I, I was I was just telling Tora uh, we got a couple of compliments where people were like, "Hey, you guys did a great job." But it's more a compliment to Tor and, of course, to uh, guys like uh, Josh Roca who helped me set up my my home setup. But uh, a couple people sent in and said, "Hey, you know, shows sounded just as good. Like I, you know, you could do them like that in the future if you need to." And I had a little inkling in the back of my brain. I was like, well, save a lot of money if we just do the shows that way. But um, I just don't think it's the way to do it. I, I think the only way to do, again, I can still consider this radio. I know that's antiquated, but I think you got to be in the same room. I think you, you ever heard the stories about Kevin and Bean? I, I haven't heard. Do you know who those guys are? I actually don't. Humongous uh, morning show out on the, uh, the left coast. They, I think they were syndicated from... Los Angeles, all up and down California. It's weird being out west, and uh, they just have their own their own culture of radio shows out there. Like, Lycus was fucking huge out there, and Lycus, I don't think, has ever been anything here. Uh, Kevin and Bean hated each other's guts, and at some point, I don't know which one. It was either Kevin or Bean. He just moved to Seattle, and uh, the other one stayed in Los Angeles, and they did the show. Because they were so big, they could get away with it. They did the show on, like, a, a TV, and I just was like, man, how the fuck do you... The fuck do you make that work? Right. I, you know, I've done that before, and it's just it never sounds right. The energy isn't where it needs to be. Um, combine that with the fact that I love having the events and shit up here, and I like having a live audience, and I like having people be able to stop by and interact, having some space. So, um, what did I say when I walk up this elevator? I said I never thought I'd miss this shithole as much as I did. Uh, <laughs> there's only four. What were we have gone for? Four days? Four days? I think from here, technically. Eight, eight days. Eight days. Yeah. How's that or, possible? Or a week today, actually. All right, well, so seven days. This seven is the day. seventh yeah, day. Yeah, seven days. Right, get a hold of yourself. Get Thursday. What the fuck is wrong with um, you? I'm joined, as always, by the, uh, the uh, point being, we're, we're happy to be back. Uh, the uh, the great false Sasquatch, the Hooting Colossus, uh, America's Wigwam, is with us as well, the Mahi Mahi Mangler. Hello, Gigantor. How are you, bud? I'm pretty good. I saw a uh, rather jolly picture of Monk uh, posted to the Instagram. You saw that, right? Yeah, he looked jolly. I never remember. Like, I, I, I feel so bad. I'm always happy... There's, I think there's a lot of people that they don't want their friends to lose weight because then they think it's some sort of like, well, I need to lose weight and I haven't lost weight. So they start, hey, eh. Right. I, I'm never like that. I'm always really happy when I see a friend like make a change and they get healthier. Like I, uh, what? What are you talking about? I, I am. I am always happy with that. You think I'm not? You, 
you couldn't stand Monk when he was in the pro- in the in the throes of it. No, and no, they, no. I, I don't. You wish Lawson would get all his weight back. Monk is a pile of shit. Oh, okay, here we go. Hold on, you're <laughs> conflating two different issues. I might be. First of all, you're talking about the show in real life. I'm happy when they do it, and okay. I'm happy that they're healthier. What Monk was doing is what everyone Monk and Lawson made two. Look, I made this mistake. I didn't lose any weight. Pump radio. I was telling everybody I could fucking listen to that I work out all the time, and I was as fat as I've ever been, and then I stopped working out. Like that That's an annoying fucking bit fat people do. Right. If you are fat and you lose weight, you need to always be quiet about it because nine times out of ten, you're going to gain all the weight back because you are still a fat person. A la, look at John Favreau. Go look at John Favreau and Swingers and look at John Favreau now. Like He's a fat guy. And I can say that because I'm a fat guy. And like it's a, it's a demon that you wrestle with your whole life. And there's people like, I'm real happy Loud Goat is, is thin now. Like I'm happy it's, he's been thin for years. Like yeah. that's He's defeated all the odds. I was real happy when Monk got healthy. What I don't like is then that becomes your primary interest. I got to hear about your fucking diet every single time you open your yap. Here's who you got thin for, Monk and Lawson. By the way, notice they're all gaining it back, okay. right? Lawson's gaining it all back, and Monk's gaining most of it back. Um, you get thin for you. You're not thin for anybody else. Like, who the fuck else care? I don't care. Like, I, I care that you're my friend, and I want you to be healthy and live a long, fruitful life. But, I, like, if you fit into 34s instead of 38s, it doesn't mean much to me. Right. It's when they want to tell you about it, and it's when they want to fucking lecture you about it. It's when they want to talk about their glucose, and they want to talk about their blood sugar and how balanced they are. We went through a fucking phase where Monk came in here three weeks in a row, and all he wanted to talk about was his goddamn diet. And I'm like, Monk, I w- when you're in here, we, we, we talk about football and drinking and barbecue and fun shit. Like, that's that's what we should be talking about. Yeah. And Lawson, God bless him. I'm, I'm sympathetic. I lost as much weight as he did and gained it all back the way that he did. But it's like, dude, you did it. You took a fucking crazy crash diet. You didn't learn how to live your life. You're going to gain all that weight back. That's the way that it works. You have to somehow figure out a way to learn to live in moderation. And I've never been able to do it. So trust me. But it, I, I, I understand what you're saying. But in my Bart of Barts, when somebody does make that change in their life, I'm happy for them. I just don't want to fucking hear about it. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Because how is that entertaining? It's the worst. It's the worst. If they, if they could turn it into pump, like pump radio is one of the greatest episodes we've ever done. Right. If you can make it sound like that, go for it. <laughs> I don't think you can. Prep the topics. Why are you making me shit on my friends here at the top of the show? Yeah, sorry. Was, also, didn't fucking Monk didn't do anything to us. I know. I just, I don't know how I, I know why you're, I know why. Okay. Somebody's feeling a little insecure this morning. I would say I am. Well, what happened? So I, we, had, we, you and I made a plan. We said, look, Friday, everything's going to be cool. Uh, we're going to make it into the studio. We're going to do the last show of the week from the Fortress of Solid Dudes. I, for those of you that are not local here, we got about, uh, what would you say, eight, ten inches of uh, wet snow dumped on us a few ba- days back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was more than, I don't know, the last three years combined. Yeah, it was a lot, and it was real snow. Like, it was that wet, slushy, if you're a kid, this is sledding snowball snow yeah go find the go find the hill yeah but it's it's also it was enough snow where it's so fucking deep that like it ain't a one-day dig out like it's gonna take a a couple of few tours just yanking cords out now in front i mean you have any control over your extremities i'm out of the i'm i'm trying to get back in the rhythm okay oh, i got you you gotta get you're the, you're fucking their chin checking you they're brushing you back in the batter's box you gotta get your guts back in you i understand um so 
point being is that like we've already a few days back slugged it out with the snow and and for those of you i was listening to i was watching headlock gaming stream uh yesterday and he's like oh man i wish we had some snow down here like no you don't no you don't because what you're seeing is the picturesque beautiful here are the trees with the icicles here's the big flakes falling down that's not what snow is for adults snow is hours and hours of free labor Free labor. Yeah. Best case scenario. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you one thing that doesn't happen anymore, Tor. Kids don't walk around with snow shovels anymore saying, hey, mister, let me go ahead and shovel you out for a quarter. That doesn't happen anymore. That doesn't happen. Are they saying they're an artist? I, I, I get your fucking tuba. Hey, mister, I got this tuba over here. You know John Lennon. It's funny. I saw a kid out there. He was just eating lobster at 9 o'clock in the morning in my driveway, but he wasn't shoveling anything. I thought it was real nice how you asked him what hand he jerked off with. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Kids don't shovel anymore. They don't give a fuck. They, they sit inside and, and the parents shovel. Um, hours and hours of free intensive labor. If you own a townhouse, perhaps a little different apartment, I'm sure it's different. But if you own a single family home, I spent hours shoveling. Brushing cars off, fucking scraping, putting down the ice melt, going to the store, they're out of ice melt. It, it, it's it's just endless fucking horse shit. And then if you live off the beaten path, you're waiting for plows. You're waiting for a plow. Because even if you have a truck, like even if you have a four-wheel deal, um, you know, if there's three inches of ice on the ground, you just, you got to wait for the fucking truck to come. It sucks. Snow sucks. By and large, it fucking blows. What's worse is usually what happens in this area is we get dumped on and then we get about three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Where nothing happens. You know, and sometimes we'll pop a couple of 50 degree days in between then and it melts everything. You're like, oh, this is all right. Get rid of all that disgusting brown and slush that's on the side of 66. What happened this time was is that roughly two days later, they said, oh, by the way, you got another four inches coming. By the way, which is what I say out of my, I say that to my wife every time I step out of the fucking shower. I just point down at it and I go, yeah. By the way, um, the, uh, the I wake up this morning and I and I wrote and I raise my weary head, and not only is it still snowing, but there's accumulation and bitter fucking cold, like freezing fucking buffalo wind whipping the snow in your face, like that type of cold tour where if you try to take a deep breath and the wind is hitting you at the same time, like no air goes in. Yeah. <laughs> how does that, can you explain to me how you're getting hit in the face with air, cold air, and you can't get any air in if it's if you're trying to take a deep breath? How does that work physically? I don't know how it works that I start, my eyes start watering up without me getting emotional. I'm like, I'm like I get in the car today, I'm like, I got, I got, my, it looks like I'm crying. It's so so damn cold. Uh, maybe you were crying because yeah. of what happened to you earlier this morning. See, the problem is now you're already you're you're tipping your hand. You got to keep those cards close close to the uh, close to the vest. And then what happens is when you're playing the cards, you got to curse out loud goat, and so he'll threaten to leave and go home. <laughs> um, I wanted to invite loud goat to the President's Day beach trip. Uh -huh. I'm scared because of you. I'm leaving the fastball at home. Why don't you go ahead and I need you to say, hey, goat, do you want to come down for a couple days? You just said, shoot him a text and see if he's in, he's okay. down for it. Okay. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. He's going to say no, but I think it'll, it'll sound better coming from you. All right. Gotcha. 
Okay. I think we got a good lineup coming down for that trip, by the way. Uh, Monk is definitely coming. Uh, Jester is definitely coming. Uh, Smoky Mountain Joe Tannehill is definitely coming. Like, I think we got a good roster of people, so we'll have some fun when we go down there. I want Neil from Papalakalaka to come down. Will you text him, too? Yeah, I can text Neil. I think he'll come to the Outer Banks. He ain't going to go to Tennessee with us ever again, but I think he feels comfortable <laughs> in the Outer Banks. Um, What was I saying? The bitter cold of the snow making, yeah. It, it's just, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't mind cold, actually. I, I don't I don't even mind, like, the work outside. I I kind of have always enjoyed tour being outside when other people are inside. I, I hate crowds. I hate fucking, there's nothing worse to me. As much as I love the 4th of July, one of the greatest pleasures that I've had in my adulthood is, is getting a spot where I don't have to go anywhere to celebrate the 4th of July. Like, I got the deck and the pool and the yard and the friends, and the fire pit, and the dog. It's like, I could have a nice 4th of July here because being around several hundred people somewhere when it is hot and muggy out is, that is kryptonite to me. That and treadmills. Those are my two kryptonites. Being outside, like, shoveling, like, I have my earbuds in. Like, I don't even really mind it all that much. Right. Um, but it's the whipping the fucking snow, like, the, and then it's it feels like sand is hitting you. You ever been on the beach on a real windy day? It's torture. It's like you're being pepper sprayed. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? I don't, this is what, what I signed up for. Right, I don't live off Lake Erie. Like, what the fuck is this? It's not why I live here. I came out here to shovel and then get too hot that I have to take off the top That's jacket. That's what happens every time. <laughs> then you take off the top jacket. Then, of course, you fucking stop for a second. You realize I'm sweaty and wet and it's 20 degrees outside. This probably isn't smart. Um, where was I? Oh, so. Uh, get out there today. The, the wife was um, the wife is leaving to go in and do some inventory at the shop. We're getting ready for Commonwealth Video, and so I'm like, okay, I got to clean off her car. I got to clean off my car. I got to reshovel what I already shoveled, and then I got to lay down more ice melt. It's just like, fuck. That's what I texted you. I said, look, man, I know we're meeting. I got to meet at a later time because there's just I got two hours of work ahead of me. Right before I get to go to work, I got two hours of work. By myself, because I she would help me, but I don't want her helping me. It's like she does enough in the fucking house. She does so much stuff. I don't even know what happens. I'm like, this is my job. We get it all ready. Uh, I start both of the cars. I got them both running. I've dusted everything off. Uh, I shovel out, and I'm like, okay, we're 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 good enough right now to get to the fucking work today. The thing that sucks about it is it's so fucking cold. Nothing's melting. Like nothing's gonna melt today. Who knows if anything's gonna melt tomorrow? So we're gonna be stuck with this shit for a while. Get into the studio. Start setting up. Like, hey, man, good to see you, Tor. I'm glad you're here. And uh, I think even without solicitation, you turned and looked at me and said, I've never been I've never been cucked the way that I was cucked this morning at my house. <coughs> and I said, what happened? I said, did fucking dopey strap one on? And you said, no, not this time. Um, so you were out, what, you were dust, you were shoveling out the Mercedes Benz? Yeah, I got my little scraper. It was... So I got a not not a big industrial one, but a go, I got a good scraper. Does uh, it have the brush on the other end? It's got the brush on the other That's end. That's a bare and, minimum. And it's got the a good solid, not broken yet, pretty new uh, scraper itself to get the ice off. Okay. So I'm go, I wake up, said, all right, let me get out a bit earlier today, get my car cleaned off, head to the studio. So that was the plan. It's going good. I got my big jacket on. I'm staying pretty warm. We're all about big jackets <laughs> around here. Where's the big jacket? It's right behind me here. Oh, shit. You brought it in with you. Yeah. All right, we got to get a picture of that to promote Big Jack and Bonus Show. That's coming up next week, by the way. Okay, can't do. All right, good. Um, and I'm, I'm scraping off my car, you know, brush, brushing it off. It's 
not too much snow, not like the not like the first dumpage that we got on Sunday night, uh, but it's enough where I'm saying, okay, it's going to take probably 10 minutes. Work it through, work it through, make a good time, make a good progress, not too cumbersome. Uh, it's not that heavy, wet snow. It's just kind of light. light, dusty yeah, shit. Yeah. And then um, I'm probably 90% through with the car. And then some neighbor who I've never met or talked to. Was it gym neighbors? No, it was not gym neighbors. It was gym neighbors maybe who would sing to you and then make it easier to work. That was not the, the case. Uh, walks up to me. He's got a, a house broom, uh, just a plastic. What's a house broom? Or the, the you know, the, the, you sweep with. I know what a broom or is. This. Are you talking about, so not like one of those uh, straw brooms that has the full, like the bristles coming down. It has that little plastic housing with like the green plastic yeah, bristles yeah, coming yeah, just, out. Just like that. Uh, okay. You know what those brooms are? Huh. May I? Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think. They can't brush anything. They're good for like, uh, for like dust bunnies. Yeah. You can't sweep the front walk with those. So that makes me think, okay, he's walking out with the broom. He says, hey, you need some help? I look at him. He's still walking. He doesn't. He's not standing outside his door. He's actively walking towards me. He must think you needed help. Were you struggling or laboring? No. I was. I was I had a good pace. I wasn't slipping all over myself. I was doing good. Because you don't own an SUV. You own a car. Yeah, I can reach all of it. I'm, I'm taller than the car. Which is a, an advantage for me. That's the same thing if Gravedigger drives up. You're taller than the car still. <laughs> if Barefoot drives up, you're still taller than it. Get steep for Gravedigger. Well, who doesn't? Dude, we should stop at Digger's Dungeon on the way down to the beach. What do you think? Uh, do you see they added a little diner? Dude, they got a diner. They got like an <laughs> obstacle course. They're building an app. For those of you that don't know, Gravedigger, the, the monster truck, has a garage on the way down to the Outer Banks, that is like every time you go down, there's more shit that's added to it. Me and my family would always stop there, and then oh, you would... stop the Digger's Dungeon. Oh yeah, I got a picture of me sitting in the tire when I was a little, that? little little tyke. Let me see that. picture. I'll try to find. I gotta it for see you. that. We should recreate that picture <laughs> on the next trip. Oh god, I can't. I'm as big as the tire now. <laughs> you fit one thigh in it. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh shit! Like oh. one of Chun Li's wristbands, <laughs> and you stick your arms in that fucking thing. That's how big you are now. So you're taller than the car. Then why did the guy think you needed? Help, this, I wonder. This is why I don't... Were you limping? No, I felt good. I was. I, I, I had already gotten, gotten some reps in on Monday doing it, and on that time, a lady offered me a shovel. I could use it that Why time. do people keep offering you shit? I don't know. I, maybe they're intrigued Dude. by Big Jacket, and they want to go help, help me out. I don't know what it is. I'm doing a good job. I, it's not my first rodeo. It, it must look like you're struggling, bro. It must look like you don't know what you're doing. Fuck these people. What? What the... Wait a minute! Aren't they just offering to help you? The girl that offered me the shovel is like a communal shovel in the in the front of the building because I needed to break out the. It did not like a not like a snow shovel. Do but you like, live in a condo? I live in a townhouse, but I park in front of a bunch of different other townhouses. There's is street parking. There's a communal shovel. I, I get it was a building shovel. I don't know how the situation was. There was just a shovel. She said, "Put it back in the front door when you're done using it." Maybe it was her shovel. It might have been. I don't know. I wouldn't tell somebody to leave it right at the front door if it was my shovel. I'd say bring it up to my fucking door. So you don't own it. None of the none of the the donkey God, dicks no. own a no. fucking nothing. How about one of you goes to fucking Home Depot and buys a snow? They shovel? all work from home. They got no fucking. They they have, they have nothing to do. This not is why I told this. you you can't live with these people because they only think of themselves. Like nobody is thinking of the greater fucking good. If you, how long do you plan on being on that house? Another winter. Probably. Well, then someone needs... You need to all fucking throw in five bucks and buy a goddamn snow shovel. It's not that big of a deal. We could do that. What about ice melt? Who shovels the walk? The county, I think. The county shovels your walk? 
we don't have a walk. We've got a little in our townhouse. We got a little little. Do walk. you have steps coming down from your front door? Yeah, like three or four. You're responsible for those. Yeah. Do you order DoorDash? Uh, and Uber Eats and yeah. Domino's. Well, you need to fucking clean that off and salt it because if one of those dudes cl- slips and cracks his head, that's on you. Oh, I didn't know that. You, well, now you. But nobody had ordered in the in the since bro, the snow. Bro, that's all right. I can't. I can't spend all the time to fix what's going on here. You know what's going to help fix it? Age. As you experience these things, it's going to help you. But just please, God, get a, buy a bag of salt and buy a snow shovel and just stick it in the garage. That's all you got to do. Okay. All right. Thank you. Anybody else ever help you? Like, do they offer to help wash your car too in the morning? No, maybe never. you just look like you're a short bus type of guy. Like, I don't maybe that's what think they, so. Well, I don't. Are the buttocks exposed? No, they're not exposed. Can I'm they wearing, see the haunches? Maybe they're just steamed up. That's I'm. I don't know how long this guy was looking at me for. Apparently, he was giving the old once over. He must have been watching me forever. Same thing with the girl on Monday. I, I'm like, stop looking. I, I can get it off the car. I Were can you get winded? This. No, I was not winded. Were you huffing and puffing? No huffing, no puffing. Were you flushed? I probably was a little flushed. It they was probably chilly. worried about you were going to have the big one. I was not going to have the big one. They don't know how old you are. Look, you're a morbidly obese guy. Okay, you're fucking. You. You're, you're you're the size of a mountain. You're out there doing cardiovascular. They probably say, "Well, it's either I go and help this guy brush off his car, or I call the ambulance." This dude was such a fuck. He walked up with a damn with a house a house broom. I got my scraper. I'm doing a good job. He sees the car is completely clear. He must have decided, oh, I'm just gonna pitch in. Wait, here was the, the car last... completely clear? I had a like a, a third of not a third, a quarter of the roof. Just I, I just had to push it off the rest of the top of the roof. Everything else is good. Okay, but most people the that's the stuff they leave on because they can't reach. Yeah. I can reach it. So I don't know why he decided, oh, he can't reach it. You see me, I'm a behemoth. I've already cleaned off the rest of the roof. Was he like a grandpa guy? Like they offered to help quite a bit. My age, roughly my age. I think he was two or three years older than me. He's your age? I don't get it. Dude, there's only two things going on here. Either he was trying to holla, holla, holla Teddy Long, or he didn't think you could get it done. Those are the only two options available as to why this took place. Why are you so mad about it? Because I feel like I got cucked because I could have done it all myself. I could have finished the entire project and gotten gone. But he decided, oh, no, I'm going to chip in. Why didn't you say I'm good? He was continually walking. He It's not like he just yelled from the door. He said uh, he walked out, kept on walking while he was talking. I said, okay, fine, sure. Did you ever talk to him before? No. I know zero of my neighbors. That's I don't so know sad. one of them. Why don't you get to know your neighbors? I don't care about them. This, 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 <laughs> this is why the world is in the state that it's in. It's why you're, you motherfuckers are so nasty to everybody on social media. It's just you don't care about anyone other than yourself. You don't shovel off your front step. Oh, I would say hi to the girl that gave me the shovel. She was very nice. She was polite. How old was she? I think she was probably the same age as the guy that helped me today. She was oh, probably 26, 27. Oh, get the Instagrams? No, no get Instagrams. The, the no, no, no. I'm just trying to. She get was the Snapchat. She just did a nice thing from. She just did a nice thing. Offered me the shovel. Why are I, you mad at the dude if he's trying to do something nice for you? Because he's going to tell people about that today. He's going to tell people that he helped somebody else clean off their car. What? Who's he going to tell? Nobody you know. I know. I don't want him going out running his mouth saying, "Oh, I had to, I helped this dude clean off his car. He, he I, I I closed it all, all up for him. Like I didn't do ninety percent of the, the work." The big dumb uh, uh, snow, mon- <laughs> the big dumb snow monster from the uh, Looney Tunes exactly. car- <laughs> the cartoons was out front, and he couldn't get the top of his car cleaned off, so I went out and helped him. <laughs> Look, um, 
I think you have a little too much emotion tied up into this, but I think what you probably should focus on is, I always say, Tor, when you want to blame somebody, it's better to internalize than to externalize. You're kind of a, you know, inclement weather Antonio Brown over here with the way that you're ask, you're acting about this. You should ask yourself, why did this guy feel that I needed help? And maybe look to that, because clearly if if he's willing to walk over there, like with guys offer to help girls all the time, but they want to talk to the girls yeah. for the most part. Um, if if he looks at like a guy that's six foot nine or whatever the fuck you are and is still walking over saying, do you need any help? You were putting off some sort of pheromone to let him know that you were into either A, distress or B, interested. And I think that's probably what he was trying to flesh out. Inherently, I think he was trying to do a good thing. I, I think he was just saying, I'll help this. I'll just help him out. I see him. Right. He's the only one out. He can barely get his pants car. on. Okay. He's wearing sweatshorts in the middle of fucking December or January, whatever it is. Hair looks like a meatloaf. Maybe he's just looking at your situation. He realizes like he keeps shaving in an odd way with a soul patch and patchy beard hair. Like maybe he's just looking at some yeah, of your other life hard. decisions <laughs> and saying, hey, his shoes don't fit him. He's wearing the same pair of sweatpants every time he walks out. He's got a wigwam on his back. Like he's just saying, maybe you're a guy in distress that could use a, a hand up. You know, I, pay it forward. I'll say this, and I know this about myself, and why I'm so irritated about it. It's a dad thing when your dad, when you're doing it, when he just has to jump in and do it for, and just do it. Oh, it's it's it's, it's well, a dad for you in your life. I know, it, but it's a dad thing where it's just I can't just. You ever told your dad how much he fucked you up? Never no. sat him down and said, Dad, I can't. I literally can't have somebody offer help to me without getting like on a scale of one to ten. How how upset are you about the guy helping you with the snow? Really, it's gonna stick with me today. I'll figure. I'll, it'll, it'll be done for tomorrow. Tor, you gotta you gotta have a, you gotta sit down with Papa Tor, fucking Papa Squatch, and say, Hey, man, like we need to talk about this because you told us about when he was beating you up and throwing you around the last time when he pulled out. Remember the story you said about the penis and the ruler and the thumbtack? That, I didn't like, say that. You gotta that. fucking sit down and talk to him. <laughs> That's not me. You gotta sit down and say, this stuff is having a lasting impact on me to the extent that I can't even accept help from my fellow man because I still feel so dominated by you. I've accepted the idea. I, I, I still, I mean. Have you ever seen your father in the shower? No. Never? No. Well, I mean, No. You ever seen him in the bathroom, locker room? No. Okay. What are you getting at? You got a bigger Johnson than you? I don't know that. There's some Freudian. Stop making those eyes. I'm there's some, Stop making those eyes. There's some eyes Freudian stuff going on here you're not in touch with yet that I think, first of all, you, I'm going to give you some links to Google. And then I want you to sit. How about this? Set up a three-way. We'll go in the back room. It'll be me, you, and your pops, and we'll sit down and we'll hash some of this stuff out. And we'll use this as a prime example as to why he's traumatized you. And I think that once you kind of cathartically dispel some of this stuff in his presence, then perhaps you'll feel better. Then after that, we're going to get you a bottle of shampoo, and then we're going to start checking off some of these boxes and get you moving towards adulthood. I've told him before, if I'm working on something, I could work on it. Like, uh, what does I, that mean? Like uh, when I first got my car, right. I was I was working on the leather. You know, he had some leather. leather. Yeah, he had some leather treatment. I wanted to treat the leather in the in the car. You know, condition the interior. It. Yeah, the interior. Okay. What does he do? He grabs a bottle. He starts working on the leather himself. And I'm like, okay, you're helping me, but I. But, but why I, can't I, he just help you? Like what? He if, does it in a way. It's just a way. What? It's the same way that this fuck today did it. He walked up to me and he wouldn't. He, he, he just knew it. I'm telling you, nobody is view you're viewing this as control over you, and that is not what it is. That is not cut. what happened today. Why don't you say to the guy then, what? How come you couldn't say no to this guy like you can't say no to your dad? I was trying to be polite. 
It's not being polite. It's like you just, you don't view it as being polite. You view it as him controlling you. You're being cucked. I don't need your help. Thank you, bud. I got it. I'm actually leaving right now. I appreciate the offer. I got a guy I come over. Imagine. Guy came over to my house. He's got a snowblower. Uh-huh. And he's blowing the snow back and forth, blowing the snow back and forth. And he says, hey, do you want me to come down your driveway? And I said, hey, man, if you just want to go to the, the car and back just so I can back out, that would be great. He goes to the car and goes back and says, hey, do you want me to go get your walk? And I said, nah, I'm shoveling. I'm good. Yeah. Sure, I got the stomach. I'm good. Thank you. Took it right back out, right down the street, went down into the neighbor's yard. You just, it's its your space, man. You got control. Yeah, I'm just not. He's not your dad. I know. I'm just I'm not, not your dad. I'm not there yet to say no. I'm not there yet. That, that's been the same say- thing with the Ocho shirts. It's the same thing. I'm the Ocho shirts? I, yeah, remember when I took the shirts that I didn't really want because he was, it, I should have just said, no, Joe, I don't want these. No, 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 no. You're, you're completely wrong about that. You've got this completely backwards. Well, I'm just saying no If someone general. offers you a gift, if Joe went out of his way to buy you a gift to include you in something that was going on with the show, you accept it. And they say, thank you so much, Joe. And then maybe you give it to charity or give it to one of your roommates. And then if you ask, you say, oh, man, it just didn't fit all that great. Okay. I mean, you can handle I don't. That, that's handling it like a human being. You accepting it and then lying for six months straight saying it's in the trunk of your car or now it's in the laundry. Like your first instinct is to lie, which is weird, or capitulate or present your haunches. Because I think that's what you did to that fucking guy today is instead of being upfront and honest with him like a man, you put all of your anger and your animosity towards your father onto this guy, but after he left, you didn't have the balls to say anything to him while he was there, <clears throat> which is weird to me. Because you have absolutely no problem saying no to me. I, I, I'm, I'm very pleased, actually, that you're mature enough in our relationship when every time I've asked you to ever do anything, you just say no. <laughs> have you thought about that at all? No, I haven't. There's something in me. Do, I don't do much self-diagnosis. There's something in me that does not remind you of your father. It reminds <laughs> you of something else, and you have control. I think I remind you of like a shitty teammate. Where like if some guy came up to you in the fucking locker room and snapped the towel on your ass, you just turn around and goon hand him like the fucking <laughs> Undertaker. And of course, I'm saying this, you know, metaphysically, not actually, you know, what takes place. Sure. I think that's the way that you view me. Is instead of this poor, you know, 26 year old that walks down out of his townhouse, was he tall? No, not was that Was he tall. a tall man? No, he was probably like... Was he hung? I don't... He... How would I know that? Well, I don't know. And I think there's a lot of penis stuff going on here. He was fully dressed. I couldn't get a look at his dick. <sighs> okay. You notice a bulge? No bulge. Could have no. been a bulge. Everyone... How can you... Unless you're... Unless you're Jason Derulo, no one's seen a bulge in... Do you in, remember... words today? One of your teammates called in, your former teammates... Yes. ...on your college football team, and said that you had a below average size penis for a man of your size. He said that on the show. Do you remember that? He was trying to do a bit... I, I'm asking, do you remember it? Of course I remember it. Okay. I just want to know if you remembered. Yeah, no. He, he broke a code, then he went to lot. Oh, I got some shit on him. I got some fucking... Well, the problem is nobody cares about him. They care about America's wigwam. That's the burden you take with the fame. and the, 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 You're beloved. People want to be around you. They want to know you. And this is the other side of that coin. You know what I mean? People are going to say nasty things about you on Twitter if you're Tom Brady. You're the Tom Brady of this show. And I hope you figure that out. I appreciate that. One day, I hope you figure that out. All right, Troy, let's break. Um, speaking of Tom Brady, we got to make our picks. We've got nothing. All, I've got all this list of topics, and we spent the entire time psychoanalyzing your relationship with your father. Perfect. We need to do a bonus that's show. That's how I wanted it to go. <laughs> we got to bring your dad in here and do a bonus show with me, you, and your dad talking about, I would oh, fucking live. Do you realize how many subscriptions we would sell if we did that? I don't think that would be for kill the best. It. We would kill it like killing them. All right. Um, when we come back, what we will do here is... Um, 
I want to play the Bruce Arians audio. He actually came out and spoke about the uh, the Antonio Brown shit, right? We have that. Yeah. Um, Tour's already been cucked. We did talk about that. Um, we have some air fryer news, which is it's a really big deal. The air fryer game is just fucking blowing up here locally on the Chad Duke Show. And, of course, we have our my bookie picks for this weekend's games. Really missing Monday and Thursday night football tour. I do like that there is going to be the first ever Monday night football playoff game this year yeah that's definitely something to look forward to but are you already feeling those kind of withdrawals we went from you know that stretch where covid gave us a monday night a tuesday night a thursday night a saturday and a sunday game and now it's like oh it's saturday and sunday and that's it right and you think you think back to the players not even liking thursday night football and then you say okay now i got football on every night of the week well now and you better yeah just like now you're just gonna have to <laughs> suck it up and then of course we'll get to oh you won't pay son you won't pay the cover man we'll get to our cover man picks cover man help everybody cover i have been on a fucking heater lately you need help son you need help on them football picks you need help from the spirit world. You know who's going to help us out, right, Tori? That's cover man. That's who it's going to be. So we'll get to all of our cover man picks coming up in just a couple of few. It's the Chad Duke Show. Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of the Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the supporter hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night hoot nannies. Friendos, it's Shoot back in the studio, back in the saddle, and back to tell you about my good buddy, Joe Azer. Just got a text from Joe Azer the other day. He had a great idea for our next live event. Joe Azer comes out to all of our live events. It was great because the last time we were at a Flying Ace Farm, um, I had two or three people come up to me and say, hey, I called Joe Azer. I wanted to sell my house. Not only did he sell my house, but he found me another house in this crazy-ass market that I could afford with you know, in a better neighborhood, with more size. That's what Joe Azer is all about. You want to maximize your home's earning potential when you sell it. You know how crazy the market is right now. People are, you don't even need a home inspection. People are bidding over the asking price. You want to take advantage of that? Joe Azer is your man. He can get it done for you guys. I don't like paperwork. I don't like negotiating. I don't like any of that shit. Home inspections, you know, fucking annoying. All I shouldn't curse during these. You know how annoying all that is? Joe Azer will take care of all that. You're signing papers and talking to him on the phone, and that's it. He's going to do it for cheaper than agents that don't do it as good as he is. He knows the area. He's a listener of this show. Hell of a nice guy, family guy. You'll love him. Anybody that's ever met Joe Azer is like, wow, that's just a really nice guy. He'll take care of you. 571-989 Azer. If you need to buy or sell a home, that is the only phone number you need to put into your wallet. 571-989-2937, and tell him Chad Duke sent you. Ahoy, Coconut Commandos. Pleasure Island's own Gigantor here to let you know that Ponytails and Cocktails have a brand new album out called Traditional Maritime Music. Their third album features the smash hit All Request Saturday Night and their brand new single Ballad of a Bullshitter. Pick up a hard copy today on CommonwealthDryGoods.com or stop by Commonwealth Dry Goods in Fairfax. Ponytails and Cocktails are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at Ponytails Music. So good to be back in the studio. Love it. I've been uh, one of the great things, though, Gigantor, about spending so much time in my basement over the past few days. I was, I was able to use my beautiful urinal that I had to, uh, uh, installed downstairs with my saloon doors. That's right. I went to M.W. Burke and I said, I need a urinal in my basement with saloon doors. And I need to make sure my wife can't use it. And then they built a um, they built a vanity for it out of a whiskey barrel. Swear to God, it is freaking fantastic. I'll have to post some pictures of it. You need any interior remodeling uh, done, kitchens, bathrooms, basements, additions, whatever. M.W. Burke Incorporated. That's the way to go. If you're in Northern Virginia, they got 20 plus years 
in the industry. Go to mwburk.com, set up a free 15-minute Zoom meeting. Make sure you tell them Chad Duke sent you. And you don't have to get committed right now. Just say, look, in the spring, I want this. I want that. I want a guest room. I want an addition. I want a, whatever the fuck. Whatever you, I guess you should stop saying the F word during the live reads. Look, man, this is not a live read. This is good, honest advice. I got my kitchen remodeled by M.W. Burke, and it has made all of our home lives better at my house. Love having people over. Um, everyone loves the kitchen. They just do a fantastic job. Now's the time to start thinking about those early spring projects. MWBurke.com. Check out the details and schedule your free 15-minute Zoom meeting today. Tell them Chad Duke sent you. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. It's a new year, but that doesn't mean a couple things don't have to stay the same. Hi there. Gigantor here talking to you about Manscaped, who have decided to re-up with us. For the start of the new year, which is a great, great thing for the show, Uh, they have been a fantastic sponsor, and for you, the listener, if you're looking to make some changes in your life for this upcoming 2022 year, maybe you uh, haven't had a drink since Monday, like your boy, Uh, not going to say anything about tonight, maybe that gets snapped, Uh, definitely not doing a dry January by any means, Uh, but what I am doing is trying to get more on a, a regular pace of taking care of my body hair regularly. And I do that with the Manscaped 4.0 lawnmower, and that comes inside the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. And if you are inquired about this, and you say, hey, I want to take down my neck beard more in this new year, I want to take care of my ball hair more, my pubes more, uh, you can head to manscaped.com, browse through all of their products. No matter what you get, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES. That's D-U-K-E-S. 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Your friends and family will thank you. You'll look better. You'll feel better. Manscaped.com. Use the code DUKES for 20% off and free shipping. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. So this uh, this song is uh, by Billy Idol, and uh, it's featured prominently in the um, sweeping epic Crocodile Dundee 2. Now, I would ask you, Tor, if you've seen any of the Crocodile Dundee movies, but... I, I already know the answer. Are you aware of the Crocodile Dundee character? Uh, yeah, Danny McBride plays him, correct? Am I am I off my mark here? I I'm probably am. I'm not, I'm not even going to look it up. No, go ahead, please. I just, we have time. Let's see here. Crocodile. <sighs> mm. Oh, so this is the original. I... Saw the okay. So Danny McBride doesn't seem to be in the 1986. You crocodile. get nothing. Yeah. You lose. Um. No, no. Yeah. That that is. What when I tell you that that is such a you answer? Like the fact that that wasn't scripted. I. That was. I'm so sorry. I no 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 no. Don't, please don't apologize. Because here's what I can't explain to you. That was. 
I couldn't have scripted a more perfect thing for you to say. Like, if we were doing a gag tour where I'm like old curmudgeon radio fucking washed up loser and you're like the young up-and-comer youngster, and I said, all right, what, what could we say that would be perfectly in your character but would just... Everyone in the listening audience that's my age would just scream at the top of their lungs, no, you dumb motherfucker. Like, you couldn't have... It would be like if I put just a giant bear trap in front of you and didn't even cover up with any leads or anything, it leaves, and you just stepped right into it. Everybody like, wow, how? Um, no. Uh, does Danny McBride play a, a Crocodile Dundee thing? I think in the newest uh, rendition of it, when they were... Uh, it, that trailer that came out a year ago, I think, it might have been pushed back. Uh, I have no idea. I, I, I have no idea. No, I know. There's... Um, it would probably surprise you to learn there's been uh, three... Crocodile Dundee movies with, uh, there's actually, they released something called like the fabulous Mr. The gentleman's name is, is Paul Hogan is his name. And he was, uh, that character was extraordinarily popular in the, uh, in the eighties. And then, um, wow. Uh, the, the reason I bring it up is that I, I think universally those movies are kind of people thumb their nose at them, like they're corny or whatever. I don't know that anyone has ever played a more likable character than that guy playing that character and whenever one of those movies is on I'll always check it out and I I think probably by admitting that most people think you're a low thinker but um spent log some time with uh, the crocodile Dundee too there's a scene the only reason why I bring it up I don't even know if you'd be able to google it where so the, the whole thing about crocodile Dundee is he's this uh this man that lives in Australia and he's a crocodile hunter and this woman goes to do a story on him and there's like some chicanery that takes place. Eventually, he goes back to New York and they're together. So in Crocodile Dundee 2, the woman who he's with, her ex-husband like takes a picture of a drug dealer, sends it to her. The drug dealer's then after her. They kidnap her. And the only way that Crocodile Dundee can defend her properly is to go to someplace where he can see him coming. So the first half of the movie is he's rescuing her from the drug dealer's mansion in New York. And the second half is they go back to Australia okay. where he can just, he basically does a home alone bit where he just fucks everybody up. And because he's in Australia and these fucking like Bolivian drug dealers, they don't know what they're doing. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a scene towards the end of the first half of the movie. It happens in two acts where they have to storm this drug dealer's gigantic mansion. Like it's this ridiculous. It's supposed to be in New York. It makes no sense. But Crocodile Dundee goes to the coolest gang in New York <laughs> and asks them for help, uh, to storm this fortress to rescue his chick from all these drug dealers that have machine guns. And I, I forgot how lame the coolest gang in New York was in 1988 or whenever the fuck this movie came out. It's all like white dudes that look like the Beastie Boys. Like they have mohawks. The brothers all have like flat caps and like it's just like. If this was a gang in 2022, they would be destroyed so quickly. <laughs> they would be wrecked. And they have this like, and I remember this from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where, do you ever watch the original one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go and like where all the foot soldiers hang out and they're trying to get all the, they have this amazing warehouse with like arcade games and pool tables and everyone's drinking and smoking. And they, this gang has that too. And I'm like, where the fuck, how would you afford this in the city of New York? This have no appreciable income. Um... And then there's this scene where they're all 
the all the gang decides to help Crocodile Dundee, so they're driving down the streets of New York to go to the drug dealer's mansion to help him. And then people are just watching them being like, hey, what's going on? Where's the party at? So then like people just start joining them, like people in tuxedos and like squares and normies, and they're all driving <laughs> to the drug dealer's mansion <laughs> to help him. At the end of it, they're all just like hanging out. He goes and he rescues the, the chick, but these are like Bolivian drug dealing cocaine guys. Yeah. They all have automatic weapons and somehow like there, there's this party going on. It, it, it's one of my favorite scenes ever because I do love the movie. Like it's, it's a fun movie. We're like, this is, this, this is, there's, there's nothing more implausible than this. Like inception is more plausible than this interstellar tenant to name any of these sci-fi movies that we watch. Right. Like makes more sense than this being the way this unfolded to help Paul Hogan get in. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fucking fantastic. And that's where he gets the, yeah, that's not a knife. This is a knife. You never heard that. I don't think so. No, okay. I, have, I obviously have not. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, crocodile done. He carries a giant fucking knife. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And instead of shooting people, he, uh, he kind of hits people and he never really kills anybody with the knife. I think he kills one crocodile in the movie with a knife. Uh, but that's, uh, oh, that's a big knife. Yeah, that's the knife I bought Monk for Christmas. That's the exact knife that oh, I bought yeah. him. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was like a nice gift. Um, but please go back and watch Crocodile Dundee too. And then when he goes, when he goes to the fucking, um, when he goes to the to recruit the gang, just be like, how did everyone, every gang in New York in the eighties have this amazing warehouse filled with <laughs> Nintendo games and, and arcade games? Like it's just fantastic. Um, I don't know where that came from. Oh, the song. The song reminded me of the fact that, uh, that that's playing. By the, and by the way, after after they leave the warehouse and they're just driving, that song is like, whenever the, the gang shows up, that song's just playing. Oh, that's like, their, like their intro song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like their walkout music. So, you know, the ultimate warrior is coming down to the fucking <laughs> ring. Um, all right. I want to get to our football picks here, Tour. I want to get to the Arians audio. But uh, just real quickly, I know that... Uh, you took my whatever you I give you a lot of crap for not watching some movies that I have suggested to you. You're, you're a younger man. You don't you haven't seen the same you know amount of movies that I've had. But um, one of the things I like it when you do is you correct some of that. Like and you've I think you watched The Hunt for Red October, right? Like yeah. you've watched some movies that I've recommended that you've enjoyed thoroughly. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, it's correct. You put me on to a lot of really good movies. I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, one of the things I requested, I think on, was it yesterday's show? Yesterday's show, yeah. Is uh, somehow Hereditary came up, um, which is a very, very uh, disturbing movie, is what I would say. Mm -hmm. But one of those disturbing movies that I didn't think was disturbing just for the sake of being disturbing, it's very good, and I was, I was glad I watched it. It's one of the scariest movies I've probably ever watched and I said hey if you get a chance why don't you sit down with the bro dogs because Tor lives in a townhouse with like 35 to 22 year old dudes um just jacking each other off cross-country skiing you know what I mean like it's just fucking awesome what's going on over there's loads everywhere yeah um the best. <laughs> I mean there's a lot of dishes and nobody will shovel the fucking front walk but I mean if you're looking for loads into the ceiling fan this is the place to be so um last night I, did you go there and say, hey, Duke said we should watch Hereditary, or was it your idea? I or? did, and I said, uh, he said this would be a good social experiment if we were to have watched it. I'm flattered, by the way. Please pass along my thanks to them. I will. Um, so we uh, turned it on. Had anyone seen it? 
Uh, one had seen the whole thing, but he was out at dinner with his family, and another had seen the, the first half of it. A lot of only watching halves of movies going on in that house, I've noticed. Yeah, it's a really weird bit. I, I can't really get on board with that. Is it the ADD, always looking at the phone, yeah, can't yeah. sit still bit? It's the, yeah, exactly what okay. it is. Um, whereas if I'm watching a movie, it's pretty much I'm in for the long yeah. haul, unless it's, uh, f- you know, if I if I can break it up into, into halves, or if it feels like it's going to go into halves. Then Danny McBride as Crocodile Dundee aside, we'll try to pretend like that never happened. You are a bit of an old soul. Look, I think that that's why you appreciate the types of radio, you know, that we've talked about. And yeah. With movies, if you if you could sit down and just enjoy a movie in 2022, I think you're uh, ahead of the curve. Right. It's going to be an experience for two hours, um, whether I like it or not. Um, <laughs> it's a weird way to put it. Yeah. I mean, you could just turn it off. I can't. It's not holding you down. I tell you what, last night it felt like it was. Okay. It, that, that, there's, there's a lot happening in that movie. Uh, well, how, take me through it. How'd it go? Um, well, it was... I, I saw a scene in it uh, in the first half of the movie, which I'll never forget. That's what scenes are for, by the way. Um, but that's going to stick with me, especially the sound of the... Um, Is it when the daughter is yeah, uh, yeah. on the side of the car? Uh-huh. <laughs> You didn't see that coming, did you? Nope. Well, dude, here's what's even crazier about that. And if you if you haven't seen Hereditary and you don't want it spoiled, uh, fast forward a little bit. All right, spoiler alert. That girl is in the poster of the fucking movie. If, if, when that movie came out, all the trailers featured her. Like, you thought that that girl was in that movie for the duration of it, that she yeah. was the main character. Yeah. So when they chop her head off, it's really surprising. I thought Demon's going to save the kid sure. suffocating in the backseat, and then... It's just awful. And that ain't even the tip. Just the tip, just for the little bit. Ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. It was a a scary movie for sure. Um, Disturbing. Really, yeah. Um, I don't... Whatever it is about the old ladies in that crazy demon cult... Right, they were horrifying. That is scarier than any of the other stuff that I've... There's something about it, like, it's sinister. That's what it is. I said, oh, this old lady's sinister. I don't like that. Right. They got the, the necklaces and they got the, the marking and then I'm like, oh. you're talking about the end when they're up in the fucking tree house oh, or whatever. I didn't like any of that. I didn't like any of it. I, I didn't, I can, I understand it's a good movie. I understand why it had, it got, are you claim. glad you watched it? I don't know. I don't know. If what about I this part? Yeah, that, uh, I could have gone without. <laughs> Monk actually put me, do you know that Monk, let his six-year-old daughter watch that fucking movie. What's the line? What's do the do you know that? What's the police? I, is that, <laughs> Child protective Yeah, services. what is that number? Dude. So, Monk's young daughter, I thought she was using a rope. You know what a rope saw is? Mm-hmm. I thought that uh, your bun was using a, a rope saw to cut her own head off. Uh, he, she, Monk's daughter said she heard a piano wire get plucked the scene before, and that's how she knew she was using a piano wire to cut her own head off. That's fucking, that's even more disturbing than watching the goddamn movie. I can't believe it goes on to that house. That house is sin and inequity. I was so upset that, what's the lady, uh, Joan? That, uh, uh, sure. Yeah. I was so upset with her character uh, being the, the now we're going to start doing some trickery on, on, on Annie. I, I'm just sitting here, okay. It, it, oh, it was so, it was deplorable. I was, I was upset that I had watched it but last to- night. Tony Collette plays the, the chick you're talking about. Uh, she's tremendous, though, Yeah, she right? did a great job. Everybody in that movie is really good. Yeah. I'm a big Gabriel Byrne guy, too, by the way. I love I love Gabriel Byrne. Uh, and Florence Pugh, that's kind of the movie that was her uh, breakout role. And then, of course, she shows up in um, 
and the follow-up to that movie, uh, Midsummer, which you have told me you will not watch whatsoever. I right? will not, no. Um, Ari Aster is the director of that movie, and his shit is always fucked up. The part to me, though, that is the scariest part of that, and then there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens in that movie, and it's real scary. When you have the kid sit up in the bed and not even in, like not even in focus, you just see up in the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a second. I'm like, oh, here we go. Dude, that's the problem. It takes you a second. That's when like, I'm like, here we go. What? And then when she runs out the fucking door, like to me, I don't know what it is about. What was, I'm trying to, was it the grudge? It was the grudge or the ring. Something happened like 20 years ago where they had women on the ceiling, like grasping to the wall like a fucking spider or something. Yeah. Um, and then like skeetering around. I, maybe it's the maybe it's the Exorcist. Like when she came out doing the crab walk down the stairs. I don't know. Whatever that is, so is out. I. It always scares me. It's always horrifying. It's the same thing when they do that like the stop animation herky jerky walk they do for fucking demons in movies. The right. crooked man and the Conjuring. Um, there's like a couple of things that no matter how many times I see it, like as a horror trope, it always fucks me up. And that's that's one of the best ones I've ever seen. What, when that when the attic opened and the flies came out, oh, I anyways. said, there's a body up there. <laughs> and I'm going to have to look at a body up there. So I was I was actually genuinely, I, I was upset at that moment that I'm going to have to look at some some lady's body in the sure, top of the attic. Sure you are. Sure you are. And they, oh, dude. And then a couple of really it. good bodies in the attic in uh, Antlers, by the way. Really, really gross bodies in that one, if you want to check that out, too. It was an experience. Uh, what did the, the what did the, uh, the homeboys think? Um, the one that had seen the first half tapped out. Oh, he did at, again? At about the same spot that he tapped out the first What the fuck's wrong with that, dude? The thing is, he, he was leading up like, oh, this movie's going to fuck you up, bro. It's going to fuck you up. After that, I'm talking to him, hey, hey, did it fuck you up? Yeah. It fucked me up. Yeah, but uh, you didn't tap out. Apparently, it fucked him <laughs> up so much, he had his fucking trainer throwing the fucking towel. Loser. <laughs> well, that stinks. Um, are you glad you watched it? I... I guess now I'm a part of the conversation where I have yeah. a reference point on this guy. Because it comes up with like basically every Fortress Film Society. I think we at least referenced that movie at least once. It was terrifying. I had to make. Sh- I made sure my closet door was shut uh, last night before going to sleep. Um, I got to say, I'm still susceptible to some of that shit. It's just, and it wasn't even like the jump scares. I, I, I'm very. I, I'll get. I'll get jumpy. But right. when it's just like the looming, he did a good job. The director it just looming because you knew some more shit was going to happen. It's not there to me. If you watch enough movies that are just kind of mainstream horror movies, you can predict when like they set up whenever something's going to explode out of the fucking background and just trying to fuck with you. Yeah. And I think it's almost kind of tawdry at this point. Like building dread is way more difficult to do. And that those movies, there's just you're like, oh my god, what is about to happen? Something hideous, and then somehow it just pays it off. Like when when uh, when Gabriel Byrne caught fire. Yeah, like, that was uh, awful. That's all. Just oh, awful. I thought it was awful when the maybe the worst part for me was seeing um, uh, Peter Alex Wolf. Okay. Uh, when he was driving back with his sister in the car and he just went upstairs to the i'm like this is this is gut-wrenching it's, it's tough awful it's tough but it's one of those movies where it sticks with you and then like what's good about here's what i'm telling you tour it's almost like trying spicy food the fact that you sat through that you can now watch star wars a new hope like you're not gonna be <laughs> and for those of you that are new to the show tour is terrified of star wars a new hope and he, and he wouldn't watch it as a kid because it was too scary because of all the monsters now you can watch it 
Because Greedo's not going to scare you anymore. You know what I mean? I would hope not. Yeah. And you can hear the guy that... Rick, 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 you can hear that guy, too. You're going you're gonna to love that fucking guy when he goes off to fuck the rhinoceros in uh, Warrington. Um, okay. There, there was one other thing that I, I wanted... Let's make our picks. Let's do that. It's getting... Uh, the hour is getting late. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to, to bring up about... Uh, horror genre oh a quick plug uh next week we actually have two bonus shows lock stocked and ready to rock if you're listening to this tour we're putting this up uh for free too right on itunes Correct. and spotify and all that if you haven't subscribed to my show i realize it costs money and there's people that just aren't going to subscribe because it costs money but you know if you are enjoying it um you get bonus episodes uh virtually every week it's been very rare that we haven't given them to you we uh we do a movie show called the fortress film society with um, a couple of buddies loud goat in the tube and uh, it's a lot of fun Next week, you're going to get two bonus shows. You're going to get the Fortress Film Society and the Big Jacket bonus episode. We have decided you guys have voted on it on our uh, social media. It's going to take place. So it is a good time if you haven't signed up to consider signing up because you got some great bonus shows coming in addition to a daily episode. So that's worth it. You can go to chaddukeshow.com. But uh, one thing we like to do each and every week is give you our stone cold locks of the week, our gambling locks. We like to make you guys money. Cover man help everybody cover. If you're you're not going to pay the cover man because you need to pay the cover man, unfortunately. You're going to cover every bet. We'll cover, man. You can just listen to us, and we'll take care of it. Just make sure you're not praying to the cupboard man. And it's cover man, not cupboard man. You don't want the cupboard man involved. He has You get a cheese set. <laughs> Whoa, he's sold. That's hot. I thought maybe you'd have to give up a toe or something, but you're sold. That's a lot. Um, all right, Tor. Final week of the regular season. Do we have an updated... What is it? Standings? Not, not ranking. Record. Standings? Record. For our bets. I've been on the fucking heater lately, but I know some of those haven't been uh, picks we absolutely have confirmed here on the show, and that's all that matters, our locks of the week here on the show. What is the record right now? Currently, uh, Dukes is sitting at 19 wins, 11 losses. I thought I was better than that, but okay. And then Tor, uh, for the last six weeks, I've been uh, Mr. Even Stevens. Uh, 12 and 16. I went 1, oh, one and 1 last week. Government. I went 2 and 0 oh last week. How I know. Am I still... You got bumped up. I think I went 2 and 0 oh the week before. Maybe we didn't make picks that week. Could be. All right, Tor. Well, you are clearly losing our listeners' money, so why don't you go first? I'll start with the pick I'm more confident in, right. uh, and that will be the uh, Sunday night offering. Okay. Chargers versus Raiders. Both teams. It's playing all starters. Your win and you're in. If the if the Raiders make the playoffs, how does Derek Carr not garner some MVP votes? How does that not happen? Especially because they just had another defensive back get in trouble for a DUI. The fact that that's, how do the rest of those guys stay focused when so many other guys have just I guess decided that I mean to go the Gruden stuff, and then you have a a. a, a Teammate, a first round draft pick. Yeah, fucking you involved in a in a death. Um, I mean, and then they just—I feel like the, every other week they've got a position player, skill position player that just like gets a DWI. And then you have another first round pick 
get kicked off the team for toting a gun on Instagram. And you're just sitting here like, how is this even possible? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they've the rest of those guys. It has to do a lot with Derek Carr. I mean, he has been a consummate professional the entire time. And yet we still hear rumors of them moving on from him like we do each and every week. It feels like that Tebow Florida team where he's just yeah. like, Aaron Hernandez is on it. You got a whole don't bunch of... Don't matter. <laughs> if you were Washington, would you offer Deron Payne two firsts and a third for Derek Carr? Yes. I didn't even get the rest of the deal out, did it I? It doesn't matter. How about this? Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, two firsts and a third. Oh, I'd keep Allen. I know. I, I, I'd go I'd go Payne and Young. A first. And Done. A third. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Who else do you want? I'd go Payne and Sweat. I, either of those D-Eds rotational Oh, my for me. God. I, I, I dipped a little toe in a Redskins Twitter the other day. Oh, why would you do that? You know what the latest thing is? You know what the latest thing is? Oh, what? How, how great J.D. McKissick is and how desperate they need, desperately they need to keep God. him. Because if they don't, they're not... Jesus, dude, it's like they fucking live on another world. It's so nice to be uh, powder blue pilled or whatever the fuck that I am. Get out of that fucking world. They're insane. Dude, they're all insane. All right. Who wouldn't you trade on that? I wouldn't trade Terry. You can't have Terry. But pick three players, and here's two first-round draft picks to go with them. You can have them all. I will take an actual leader. Yeah. By the way, can you take a uh, fucking Jamin Davis too? By the way, <laughs> I'll give you another third just to take him off our fucking hands. You know, bad. They actually had to admit well, we don't know what we're gonna do with him next at the end of the fucking. Right, yeah, they're I'm, saying we'll put him on the outside now. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Awesome, that's great. Well, you draft a, ta- a guard, say he's gonna play tackle, and realize that can't happen. Now you draft a fucking guy, can't play middle. It's nice. It's, to, yeah. it's nice to not have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were saying I didn't mean to step all over <laughs> your step all over your pick. It's completely fine. Apologies. Um, Apologies. <laughs> Uh, Chargers are given three versus the Raiders. Uh, the Chargers are a better team, but they have a lot of weird losses on their on their year. They lost to a lot of teams they're better than this year. Because it, it, it's frustrating because you know how good Justin Herbert is. You know how good the wide receiver core is. Austin Eckler is a is a good running back, and they got some guys on the defense that can really play. You're like, just put it together, put it together, Los Angeles. You can do it. Uh, and I feel like if they can't. I'm not even gonna say they can't because this is a game. They, they gotta have this one. They, they're pulling together. This this is a must win. We're in a must win. We can't dilly dally the rest of the season like we have been doing. It's time to nut up, and I really think they are against the, the Raiders here. Uh, given three points, I can see that. They're talented enough to tour that getting into the postseason like. Anyone should not want to play them just because when they do put together a complete performance, they're going to put 35 on the board. Right. Um, but yeah, you you got way too much talent. And I mean, how many years in a row are we going to sit here and say how talented the Chargers are? But they just, you know, they can't, he's got to go back to coaching and all. I mean, they're obsessed. They're more obsessed with analytics than any other team in the league. It's frustrating because they can draft well. I mean, they just yeah. got a, they just got a left tackle that's going to be their left tackle for 12 years at an All Pro level, and he's a rookie this year, so they can draft. They just need to just play some football. I agree. Um, I don't hate that. I'll, I'll, but the, the Raiders, I mean, Carr's story this year is amazing. And, I mean, who would you rather have? Derek Carr, Baker, Mayfield. Both of them are available for trains. Carr. Of course. Is that, I mean, is there one person? Not on, close. Ma and Pa, Mayfield. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Um, uh, this should be, I, I don't know how everyone hasn't already bet this. Uh, Tampa is at home. And they're only giving eight to, I, I will be kind to her and call it a rudderless ship in the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Think about how many whiffs on this team this year. Think about the Sam Darnold whiff, first of all. Yeah. Then the bringing in the Cam Newton whiff. The fact that Christian McCaffrey still can't stay 
healthy. You're paying $7 million a year to a college coach uh, that just really hasn't given you any indication that he can hang in this league. <coughs> Let's take a look at it. Um, here's the problem for Carolina. If you thought maybe they could fucking sit there against an uninterested Tampa Bay team, Tampa still's got something to play for. They can still clinch the second seed with a victory over Carolina. Something happens to the first seed you win, you're getting home games again. It's still in their best interest to go out there and beat a team, which, by the way, uh, they beat 32-6, to Tor. Not in week two, not in week three, in week 16. Yeah. I mean, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, look at these numbers. The Panthers this season lost six straight against the spread. Six straight against the spread, as well as outright. They've only covered one spread tour since October. Combine that with the fact that Tampa Bay is looking to get Leonard Fournette, Shaq Barrett, and JPP back on the field, and they want to get them playing time. They already came out and said, look, we want to get these guys playing time before the postseason. Um, it just seems to me to be the no-brainer of all no-brainers. Even if they take Tom Brady out midway through the fucking third quarter, Eight points. I mean, you're looking at this is going to be 27 to 6, 27 to 10. Fucking make this pick and go take a goddamn nap. Don't even worry about it. If you say, oh, Carolina scored the first time, it doesn't fucking matter. The, the Buccaneers are going to roll in the playoffs off the nut sacks of this team. It's going to be a slaughter. And uh, did you see that uh, Panthers are now listening to offers for McCaffrey? I'm sure they are. They should have been, they should have been putting them feelers out midway through the fucking season. How the fuck did they get Stefan Gilmore? How did they? How did they get him? I don't know. Um, I also don't know how. If you are, you know, we have to have what? What's the whole mantra? We have to have the GM, the coach, and the quarterback. You, well, you've got none of them right now. <laughs> you have none of those commodities. And also, Tor, I gotta say, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady and Mike Evans, those motherfuckers aren't gonna be fired up as hell after all this bullshit they're oh, still yeah. going through with Antonio Brown. Can you imagine how motivated they're going to be to go out there and win without that guy? And just say, hey, okay, he played for us, but this is the team. Yeah. Keep, keep tweeting about how you want $2 million in bonuses while we go win another fucking championship, you pile of shit. Um, all right. So, yeah, take take the bucks at home, uh, giving eight points. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much a lock, to, to, to say the least. Now, I don't – I wouldn't call what I have a lock. I don't like this pick from you. You make me nervous. But Washington football team is playing the Giants. Mm. And uh, the Giants are still without Daniel Jones. And the Giants have been the worst team in the NFL for the last five years. You say, how is that possible? Jacksonville is in the league. Uh, we've had uh, Cleveland has been uh, stinking it up except for the last two years. How can the Giants be the worst team in the league? They are. Well, they still got Glennon, right? He's going to start. Uh, no, no, no. That's no? even even uh, even more so. No. Jake Fromm oh, is starting Lord. again Lord for the heaven. Giants. You can't not bet against Jake Fromm. Uh, Washington given seven. I know it's it's completely different than what we've said all year, but it's Jake Fromm, and it seems like it doesn't seem sensical because it's the, the skins. Giving seven. I hate the skins with that size of a number in the Meadowlands. All they do is lose to the Giants the last week of the year. You understand that, right? I do. When they need to win and the Giants don't need anything at all and they're playing fucking guys that were, you know, reshingling the fucking coach's house the week before, they still figure out a way to lose that game. Right. They're the better team. 
And everybody, by the way, I looked at this pick too because I I was flirting with it. Everyone agrees with you. Like all the fucking touts that I was looking at said uh-huh. that that's the pick to make that they're going to win by. 14 points just because it doesn't matter if they're the better team though that's what always freaks me out i think the jake Fromm bit like you're saying is the great equalizer it's uh i also think that uh, whatever quarterback washington's going to try it out there is going to try to make the team next year okay. so they might have a, a gutsy performance it might be heineke might be allen saying i you know i'd like to still have a job with this organization next year i don't know why you would there's 31 organizations better uh, well i guess 30 uh but they're going to be playing for something, even though they're out of the playoffs, not going to have any of that. The The Giants haven't had juice all season. They haven't okay. had one drop. So I'm going Washington given seven. Okay. You don't think all the new name controversy is going to – did you believe that – what do they say? They, the Sentinels bit redirects to the fucking Redskins website? Admirals. Oh, Admirals? <laughs> I will say this. It will be fun to be right. <laughs> It'll be fun to be right. I, I had some guy go, I can't wait till they announce, to listen to your show when they announce the new name. I was like, why? I told you two years ago the name was going to fucking blow. I told you two years ago they can't handle this. Now, I'm being honest. They did the bit where they showed just little bits and pieces of like the helmet and the uh-huh. jersey. They look pretty good. I, the little stars has got to be a little bit. They just, I mean, because they didn't fuck with the colors. It's that deep maroon, too. Yeah. Like, it's that fucking 1975. They put the spear on the side of the... They ain't going to do it. I know they won't. It's going to be the Admirals. It's going to be the, the Vulcans. Who the fuck knows what it's going to be? It'll be terrible. Here's what I do know. You don't have to sweat this one as much. I really believe this. Philadelphia is getting five points at home against the Dallas Cowboys. And you say, Dukes, the Dallas Cowboys, look at that record. That's one of the best teams in the league. Well, they just got smoked by the Arizona Cardinals, who are fucking losing every game they could up until that point. Philadelphia actually right now, Tori, is playing the opposite way the Dallas Cowboys are playing. They're on a roll. They have won four straight, six of the last seven games. They've averaged 162 yards rushing per game. Guess where that ranks in the NFL over that time? Has to be first. Second behind only the Seattle Seahawks. Your Seattle Seahawks. Trayvon Diggs, (laughs) 11 interceptions, right? Unbelievable season. Uh Questionable for this game. Uh, Parsons unlikely to play to this game. They're having shitloads of COVID issues, too, in Dallas. And listen to this. The Eggs have held their opponents to fewer than 20 points for five games straight. Their defense is averaging, holding their opponents to 14.8 points per game. Contrast that the first 11 weeks of the season where they were allowing 23.6 points. It's the biggest improvement in the league. Now you say, Dukes, Dallas' offense is way better. Okay, here's the difference. I think Dallas could potentially move their way up a spot if enough stuff happens in the seeding. The Eagles are trying to win this game. The Eagles want to win this game. The Eagles are motivated to win this game. I just don't trust the Cowboys at all. They've been one of the most inconsistent teams this year. They blow out really good teams. They've got a couple of decent wins. I'm not going to say that they don't. But in this spot on the road against the motivated Eagles team that's playing really well and running the ball and playing defense, I, I would even fuck around and throw some money. Check out that money line. I, I might bet the Eagles outright, throw a couple of shekels, but I definitely think they could cover the five at home against Dallas. So take Philadelphia, don't trust the Cowboys, and then take that I don't trust the Cowboys mantra into the postseason as well because it'll probably pay dividends for you down the road as well. So those are my two picks for the week. You know why I had to pay to get them. Oh, you won't pay, son. You won't pay to cover, man. Eight for the Tampa Bay, a given eight, and uh, the Eagles getting five. Take both of those and take a nap. 
And if you're uh, doing that, if you're a new listener, and you uh, make sure to do it at mybookie.ag yes. and uh, don't miss out. Double uh, your first deposit up to one thousand dollars using the promo code Dukes D U K S. Head to mybookie, place your bets, and get in on the best uh, twelve days of the year today. Good week to do it too. You know, I mean, you can if you if you go and throw a hundred bucks in there now, they're going to give you an additional hundred bucks. Shit, you throw a thousand bucks in, they're going to give you an additional thousand bucks and you could bet the the whole postseason i've so many people in my life are like i'm too scared to bet too scared to bet double your fucking money right. and, then, and then if you if you lose it you lose it don't do it anymore but i'm guessing you're gonna have some fun i and i know a lot of dumb people that right when they first start betting they go on heaters i was one of them so oh i was one of them now it's gonna be we're heading into the gauntlet of the best betting it's the best. action of the year with playoff football Betting on basketball sucks so much balls, it's not even funny. National championship games That's, coming up, yeah, though. Next you, Monday. You got some big UFC fights coming up. You can bet on all that shit. And the great thing about my bookie also is they, they give you deals all the time. They give you free bets all yep. the time. Basically free money. They'll be like, hey, is a team going to kick a field goal? You can bet 25 bucks on that. So you can always keep that account moving forward. Uh, Mybookie.ag. Use the Duke's promo code when you make your first deposit. Do you have that Bruce Arians audio, by the way? I do, yeah. Just real quick, uh, we did a lot of A.B. talk yesterday on the show, as you would uh, assume, but Bruce Arians hadn't said much this entire time, and uh, he actually addressed the media yesterday, and this is the most he has said, so I figure we should at least go over it. Obviously, we let Antonio go today. Um, just to clear you up on some things that happened, at no point in time during that game did he ever ask the trainer or doctor about his ankle. He never went through. That's the normal protocol. You go through protocols during games. I was never notified of it. So obviously that was a, the disturbing thing when we were looking for him to go back into the game. All right, we always had, uh, he was very upset at halftime about who was getting targeted. Got that calmed down. Players took care of that. It started again on the sideline. We called for the personnel group that he had played in the entire game. He refused to go in the game. That's when I looked back and saw him basically wave off the coach. Um, I then went back, approached him about what was going on. Uh, I ain't playing. What's going on? I ain't getting the ball. That's when I said, you're done. Get the F out of here. And that's the, that's the, that's the end of it. And... Uh, we are work, we are working on Carolina. That's the end of the story, and um, hopefully it ends today. So is he basically saying that all of the injury allegations, because that's what Antonio Brown's entire statement that he made from his lawyer, then all the subsequent fucking uh, shit talking on social media, it was all about I'm injured and they were trying to force me to play. And what Arians is saying is that he was mad he wasn't getting the ball. And so then when they finally called the play for him to be in a package to get the ball, he wouldn't go back in. Is, is that Am I correct in that? It sounds like there's a lot of um, miscommunication about injury, whether or not. I think that if Antonio Brown had gotten six targets before that, he probably would have kept on playing. Sure. But if he's going to be a baby and say, oh, well, I got one target, one catch for 27 yards. Yeah, why not? My ankle's starting to hurt. And that that will draw the ire of a coach oh, or a yeah. staff very quickly. But enough to throw him off the fucking sideline. I mean, that sounds that sounds rather 
Well, also they're losing. Remember, remember, Tor, they're get, they're getting their asses handed to them by the Jets at right. that point. I mean, and another reason why I feel comfortable with that bet. Once they booted his, once he, well, he didn't boot him, he fucking goes and does the, the grandstanding off the sideline. They they roar back and like beat that team on the road. I know it's the Jets, but still, you got to score all those points, right? I, the part where Arians is like, where, where the one part where I, I kind of scratched my head where he's like, well, he never told the trainers. Well, I never, he almost says like, well, they never told me. It's like, well, did they never, did he never tell anybody? Or are you just saying that you didn't get that message to cover your ass? It felt like he was maybe still leaving, leading it open, leaving it open that he spoke to the trainers about some sort of phantom injury. Every time you go to the trainers, trainer sends a report to the coach okay every you couldn't you can't go to the trainer's office with anything without your position coach saying hey what's up with your what's up with your arm also if he's disrespecting other coaches on the sidelines like it's up to arians to then step in and be like this has to stop right now we're trying to win a fucking game right yeah i i think i i think this give look there's two sides but I believe this more than I believe the guy that was doing jumping jacks and at the nets game the very next night I, i didn't see it was he in a walking boot at the nets game no i didn't see one yeah, I think this is probably what happened. And then Tom Brady's fucking Bruce Arians a goddamn edible arrangement. <laughs> was that big box of meat everybody used to send everybody? Omaha steaks? Oh, yeah. He owes fucking Bruce Arians a big box of Omaha steaks. All right. Um, oh, quickly, I should mention this, Tor. Did you see that we have a brand new hooded sweatshirt available oh, yeah. on the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com? Did you see that bad boy? It's a sweet looking jacket. Dude, I love it. I love that color, man. What, what is it? It's not camo because it's not camouflage, but what is that? It's not like an olive green, but it's like a forest. Not forest, though. Forest is a little deeper. It's kind of a green. military green, whatever yeah. it is. You know, someone knows the, the color of that. Anyway, uh, we haven't had a sweatshirt in, um, I don't think we've ever had a sweatshirt. And our buddy Bus just put it up. I did want to point this out. Um, he actually did a really good job of kind of explaining some things that are, that are going on with the industry. There's everything has gone up as far as cost of printing shirts like the ink and the fucking shipping and the goddamn shirts themselves um he told me that just blank t-shirts are went up 40 percent at the at the new year so i think it's a little bit more than it used to be but um just want to give you a heads up we're not get, that's not money we're getting that it's just the cost of doing business but if you are looking for a, a very slick uh sweatshirt hoodie for your uh it's what do you think it's gonna be cold for another what nine months? <laughs> Long, dark, cold fucking nights still ahead of us. Uh, go pick one up. You go to chaddukeshow.com. There is a shop tab right there at the top, and you can click that, and you can uh, get yourself a beautiful Chad Duke Show uh, sweatshirt. And they are uh, absolutely tremendous. They look absolutely tremendous uh, to me. All right, so there's that. There's this, and there's that. Um, this weekend, anything going on? We good? I think we're all good. Always invite you to go to Facebook. Doc. Hey, by the way, check your invites on Facebook. We put up a little graphic on how to do that. A lot of you still haven't liked our Facebook page. You need to like the page, turn notifications on to make sure you know when we go live. We're going to be going live for supporters a couple of times in the coming week. On Sunday morning, actually, we're doing the Fortress Film Society. So if you are a supporter and you want to watch that live, uh, just make sure you go to Facebook.com slash Show. Click the supporter tab and become a supporter. It's very inexpensive. You get our entire video back catalog and you get access to the super secret chat, which is a shitload of fun and uh, is the bane of your existence, is it not, Tor? Yeah, it really is. Can't I can't wait for 3 p.m. when Corey Rita's doing Cordy, Corey Rita. Can't wait. It's 
going to be great. He has lots of things to say about you. That's I'm sure all. people won't be uh, posting images of, of snow shovels and, and lots car of tour, scrapers tour and all that stuff. Lots of tour defakes going on. I, do you think there's going to be like a picture of like a shirtless Chris Hemsworth coming out of his townhouse to help you fucking towel off your car? Shh, why not? <laughs> Will you call your dad, please, as soon as we're done? I talked to him today already, did actually. You, did you bring any of this stuff up to him? Not not a bit. Well, that's probably why you haven't had any progress whatsoever. Well, this is my little my little space. To why do we... I mean, we're <laughs> torturing... Why must you torture the children? Why, why are you torturing us, but you won't torture the one person whose fault it is? My God. All right. Uh, appreciate you guys dealing with the uh, the delay this week, and uh, we hope it makes it up for you. This episode went up for free, uh, and for subscribers. Uh, we hope you, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, you want more of this chicanery. ChadDukeShow.com. Subscribe. It ain't that expensive. Basically, you cut one fucking Five Guys meal out a month, you get a whole goddamn month of shows. You fat bastard. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm staring at my uh, in a mirror right now. All right. Um, <laughs> Have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the games, everybody. Uh, be safe out there in the snow. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you Sunday morning on the Facebook supporter tab of the Fortress Film Society. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to the fence. If you turn out to fucking you.